Welcome to the Agile Empath Podcast. Whether you're leading, managing, coaching a team, there is a human behavior aspect. We have 20 plus years in the mental health industry and have creative ways to approach situations. We're gonna begin with innovative ideas, how to tap into creativity, utilizing empathy. So these are soft skills to tap into our own potential and help others tap into that potential so we can be efficient with agile methodologies. Please like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Welcome to episode nine of the Agile Empath podcast, Leadership Skills, part three, communication. Please like, share, and subscribe to our podcast. Hello, my name's Alexia Georgiou. I'm a coach and consultant. I innovate and create with empathetic, agile methodologies. My website is theresilientpathway.com. Contact me, alexia at theresilientpathway.com. That's A-L-E-X-I-A at theresilientpathway.com. We have special pandemic coaching packages available. We're also providing consultation services with development and training on Zoom. I look forward to hearing from you. Hello and welcome to part three of our leadership skills series, Communication. Our world is in need of effective leaders who know how to communicate hope and a sense of safety to us. We're changing the way we do things as a society worldwide. We're talking about strategy for effective change management on a global scale. It begins with communication. From Abraham Lincoln to Martin Luther King and Winston Churchill, these leaders were great orators. What does communication entail? F. Schultz von Thun identified a four sides model of communication in 1981. So we have four parts. Fact is number one. What I inform you about. Self-revealing. Number two. What I reveal about myself. Relationship is number three. How my message resonates with you, fostering connection on an emotional level. Number four, appeal. What I want to inspire you to do. This makes sense as when we have something to say, our goal needs to be to connect to our audience with our message and move others to respond accordingly. Again, think of your team. Think of a place of worship. Think of your family uh, with children and teenagers. When we do not have an intent of a call to action, it's best to listen and observe. We need to be heard with empathy. And empathy is the natural capacity to share and understand others' feelings and thoughts in a fundamental component of emotional experience. And it plays a vital role in social interaction. According to nursing scholar Teresa Wiseman, there are four attributes of empathy. Number one, to be able to see the world as others see it. This requires putting our stuff aside and seeing the situation through the eyes of a loved one. Two, be non-judgmental. 
Judgment of other person's situation discounts the experience and is an attempt to protect ourselves from the pain of the situation. Number three, to understand another person's feelings, we need to be in touch with our personal feelings in order to understand someone else's. This requires putting ourselves aside to focus on our loved one. To communicate our understanding of that person's feelings, rather than saying, at least, it could be worse. Bless your heart is what we say in the South. So instead, say, I've been there and that really hurts. Or to quote an example from Brene Brown, it sounds like you're in a hard place right now. Tell me more. Empathy mapping is becoming a necessary tool in work culture as employee journey mapping. Organizations are made of people and for leaders to be effective, a key communication strategy to practice is listening empathetically. So we've been studying agile methodologies within the Scrum framework. A concept being tied to Agile is empathy. Historically, Scrum Masters have worked with teams in the tech industry. Due to the efficient nature of the model, Agile methodologies are increasingly being utilized across various industries. Many Scrum Masters are not prepared to coach with empathy. It's interesting to see the acknowledgement that empathy is key to a healthy functioning team involving stakeholders, the product owner, and development team. We also saw empathy mapping in a job description that Facebook has recently. One of our colleagues was asking if we had a connection with Facebook, and that was so exciting to see the words empathy mapping with employees. Whether we are coaching or leading an organization in a traditional sense, it's important to reconceptualize our communication. Leadership involves teamwork. We communicate for them, the team, not for us. So how do we develop effective communication at work as a leader? Number one, build credibility with trustworthiness. People listen to who they trust. Number two, personal and engaging conversations with meaning. Having a dialogue, not monologue. Number three, be simple and concise. Number four, have a servant's heart focusing on what you can leave behind, not take away. Number five, listen more than you can speak. Number six, be authentic and transparent. Number seven, observantly listen to what's being said and not said, reading between the lines. And finally, number eight, Know your topic, ensuring that it's true and correct, well-reasoned, substantiated by solid business, business logic that is specific, consistent, clear, and accurate. Let's also consider emotional intelligence concepts, including situational and self-awareness. When we summarize what great leaders possess contributing to their effectiveness as communicators. Three parts, number one, heightened sense of situational and contextual awareness. Number two, skilled at reading a person or group by sensing the moods, dynamics, attitudes, values, and concerns of those being communicated with. 
Number three, read the environment well, listen, observe, and adapt the message. So this is emotional intelligence. It really requires a level of self-awareness of our emotions and the emotions of others and adapting. We need skills development in our leadership with effective communication skills. To think we have arrived is opposed to humility, which is a key virtue to servant leadership. Now someone asked me, what is servant leadership? So think of the traditional pyramid with the people here and the leader at the top of the pyramid. Flip the pyramid. The people are at the top and the servant leader is at the bottom supporting the people. Our goal needs to shift providing the team with what they need to be successful. Our mission at work after all is to create, innovate, and produce efficiently. Providing our team with what they need will motivate them to function cohesively, absorbed in their work. With this approach, our organizations will profit in many ways, including monetarily. So I want to thank you for joining us today. There's a lot with communication. Um, when we get to the conflict resolution part, we will be talking more about microaggressions and how to communicate to resolve problems, because that is a huge part of being with people. We have conflict, and that is normal. Um, so stay tuned. Our next skill that we're going to be talking about is negotiation. Hello, my name is Alexia Georgiou. I'm a coach and consultant. I innovate and create with empathetic, agile methodologies. My website is theresilientpathway.com. Contact me, alexia at theresilientpathway.com. That's A-L-E-X-I-A at theresilientpathway.com. We have special pandemic coaching packages available. We're also providing consultation services with development and training on Zoom. I look forward to hearing from you. <laughs>